When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Jeff, now it is going to be a little a little bit of time before you and the rest of that assembled media are going to get to talk to Sark about the 23 class, uh, a new wide receivers coach, and whatever else uh, was going to be discussed. Where, going into it, what were you looking forward to today in terms of Sark's comments, but also maybe a, a question or two you were, you were looking at? Yeah, as far as the 23 class goes, I mean, there's really only two things left for Texas right now. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about Warren Roberson deuce robinson but uh you know the 23 class is pretty much put to bed uh, that staff really started working on the transfer portal and that's kind of where they've got their attention in terms of the roster additions right now and and, and that'll that's another process that'll that'll continue to take place throughout the spring in terms of the guys they evaluate and uh you know evaluating their own roster and then when the portal reopens in may uh later this spring you know they'll have a really good idea of what their needs are because tech they're going to lose some guys off this roster in spring i mean they're as you recruit talent, you hope it turns into talented depth. Uh, but, you know, kind of the good and bad part of that is you've got talented depth, but then you've got guys further down the depth chart that I think are probably going to see the writing on the wall and decide to go, if they want to play, they probably need to go somewhere else. Or, or you know, guys get to the end of their careers and someone will just decide, hey, I'm just kind of done with football and move on to the next phase. So uh, that's that's going on right now, But uh, or that'll happen later this spring. But, you know, right now uh, – yeah, it's the 23 class is pretty much done. What I wanted to hear from Sark, it was more related to the Chris Jackson hire, uh, some of those portal additions that he hasn't been able to talk about yet, you know, Taylor Catalan and uh, A.D. Mitchell, chief among them. Because, uh, you know, uh, Gavin Holmes and, and uh, Ryan Sanborn, they signed in December, so he was able to talk about those guys a little bit. Uh, and the other guy I really wanted to know about was uh, Jelani McDonald. Uh, you know, had a really good week down in San Antonio at the All-American Bowl, and it's interesting, Chad, when you get these guys that, that come into a, a class late with that athlete label on them, uh, those guys are obviously intriguing for a lot of reasons, but, you know, for every, you know, every Quandre Diggs, every Earl Thomas that you recruit where you find the right fit for that guy that has the athlete label, um, you know, you've got a, a Drew Kelson or a DeMarco Cobbs where you kind of you never really find the right fit for them and they never really find a home uh, during their college career. So uh, that's, that's more of along the lines of, of the stuff I want to ask Sark today, just a couple specific guys. And then obviously uh, the Chris Jackson hires huge for, for all the reasons we talked about. Yeah. Jeff, you mentioned two names. I know Texas fans are very intrigued by who still haven't signed yet. It's the four-star safety from Red Oak TCU commit Warren Robertson. And of course, Deuce Robinson, the five-star tight end and two-way player. It sounds like both guys will be maybe pushing back their uh, decisions to possibly later in the week. What's the latest updates you have on Roberson and Deuce Robinson? Yeah, we're, we've heard, Cam, that, uh, and we being our group at Hornets 24-7, Warren Roberson, the main reason for him pushing it back is uh, school's closed or Red Oak is shut down right now. So uh, I think he's wanting to wait until uh, you know, people can get there and, and he can have the, the ceremony that he wants. Uh, everything we've heard behind the scenes suggests Texas is still, you know, really, really good 
in that recruitment to, to flip him from TCU. Uh, that's where things stand right now. You know, Deuce Robinson is really interesting. Uh, you know, the baseball aspect with him is really coming into play. Uh, as of right now, it's I, I'm never one to speak in absolutes when it comes to recruiting. I've learned that much in, uh, you know, almost 20 years of doing this. But, uh, you know, never speak in absolutes. But it's, it's highly, highly likely that he does not sign today. Uh, and I don't think this is one where I think people need to hold their breath. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, USC and, and Georgia are probably the top two right now. Everything I've heard points to that. But it, Texas is not out of it, and, and they shouldn't consider themselves out of it until the, the ink is dry in that recruitment. Uh, you know, you've got to push for a talent like that until the very end. But, uh, you know, I think the, uh, you know, you've got the, the baseball draft is, is going to be a big deal with him coming up this summer. So, uh, all that tied in with uh, with Deuce Robinson. Uh, I I think it could be a while before he, he makes any kind of decision. And and he's one of those rare guys. Guys, he's got enough leverage to where he doesn't need to sign a national letter of intent. Because I think what people, you know, need to remember about the the national letter of intent program uh, is, you know, once you sign that letter of intent, that binds you to the school. And you can sign scholarship agreements and other kind of financial aid paperwork that would bind the school to you, uh, but you lose all your leverage once you sign that letter of intent. So uh, I haven't heard that he will or won't, but I'm just definitely not expecting it to be today. And uh, like I said, I wouldn't hold my breath waiting for, for Deuce Robinson to make a decision at this point. Talking with Jeff Howe, of course, Horns247.com for the very latest. And uh, I was communicating with Jeff earlier. A little bit of a, uh, a change in schedule this week, Jeff, with l- the Longhorn Blitz podcast, but still planning to get one out this week, correct? Yeah, I'm planning is to record tomorrow, uh, and then we'll have that out tomorrow afternoon. Uh, and then uh, I think we're running that tomorrow night, right, Chad? That w- long one we- That's correct. So tomorrow night at 8, unfortunately tonight at 8, uh, it will not be happening, so we'll move everything else up. So it'll be the Wednesday night flex at 7, and then fight night at 8, and sports guys talking wrestling at 9. But Longhorn Blitz fans, that'll be coming uh, hopefully for you tomorrow evening. Of course, right now, it's we say hopefully for everything because all this technology and weather uh, coming together. If you're just tuning in, the Sark Press Conference has been canceled over at the University of Texas. This is your Longhorn Notebook segment for this hour. Jeff is joining us. Uh, and Jeff, let's check in on, on your situation. You, like Aaron Hogan, are, are south of town and even further south. Uh, what's the situation like where you are? Do you guys have power, water? Is everything good? Power, water, everything's good. Uh, sem- a very similar update to, to E. Hogan's update. I've got some trees in the backyard that are uh, – they typically stand tall at attention, but they're uh, almost dragging the ground, some of those limbs are. So yeah. uh, keeping an eye on that, making sure the power lines are clear. But uh, other than other than keeping an eye on those trees uh, and, you know, making sure the, the water heater functions and all that fun stuff, yeah, we're we're doing good. That's good. That is good. Yes, my wife has been sending me uh, pictures of limbs down in my yard. So uh, not only dealing with it here, I'll deal with it uh, at one point when I get home. Uh, Jeff, in terms of uh, before I let you go for this hour, and we'll check in with Jeff again at 1130 for the other Longhorn Notebook. Uh, as we sit here now, the Longhorns are all alone in first place in the Big 12. I had a chance to watch a big hunk of Kansas, Kansas State. Jayhawks made a nice statement last night to remind us that they are certainly a part of the discussion so the Longhorns get ready to go tour the state of Kansas and they'll do it in first place to start out yeah what's interesting about that Chad I, I talked to uh 
actually talked this morning to uh, Kevin Flaherty, our national college basketball writer at uh, at 24-7 Sports, and we were talking about the Big 12, and he said, you know, the thing about Texas is, he said, yeah, they're in first place, and you can look at the schedule, he said, but they've probably been the most consistent, and and that's probably what's going to end up winning the league. You know, Kansas had that big loss at home uh, to TCU. Everybody's kind of had that one loss, at least the the teams that are in in the thick of the fight. You know, they've had that one loss where you're like, man, they, they got run out of the gym. And for Texas, that hadn't really happened. You know, even the Iowa State game, uh, yeah, it, it was a loss on the road. But, I mean, they they went 40 minutes. In, in a 40-minute game, they went 17 minutes of game time without a field goal and were still in it late in the second half. I just think that shows you the kind of consistency Texas has played with. You start digging into the advanced statistics and the analytics, uh, you know, the offense under Rodney Terry has been elite. You know, the defense has taken a step back. But I think when you look at some of their wins, Chad, going back to the consistency factor that I just mentioned, you look at some of their wins, like the TCU game, the, the Baylor game the other night, the two Oklahoma State wins, even the Oklahoma win, they've just been able to get stops. Like their, their defense hasn't been as, as sharp as it was under Chris Beard, but they've been able to get stops when they need it. Like think about – kind of a throwback Big 12 football team like some of those Art Browse Baylor teams or uh, the Mike Gundy Oklahoma State teams from about 10 years ago, those Lincoln Riley OU teams. And they didn't play great defense, but if they got you one stop, one turnover late in the game, that's probably all you need to, to win a ball game. So I, I think that's kind of where Texas is right now. They've been able to get key stops. Uh, they've been able to get clutch buckets from Marcus Carr. Uh, and I think, again, that consistency factor gives you hope that – uh, they can go up to Kansas and, and maybe get a split. You know, I was thinking when this four-game stretch started, you know, with Tennessee, Baylor, K-State, and Kansas, I was thinking, you know, Texas could go 0-4 and, and and still be in good shape as a legitimate contender for the league uh, and, you know, for, for a top-four seed in the NCAA tournament. I just think that's how good this league is. And what I would tell Texas fans, Chad, we've been talking about it on, on this show for a while and talking about it on the site – you can't take one game and just try to make wholesale predictions or wholesale judgments on, on where this team is. Uh, you're going to have to look at the body of work. And if the consistency continues to be there, like we've seen it be, they'll be in this fight right until the bitter end, which for that to happen, considering the circumstances of where this team was in early December with everything they were dealing with, uh, uh, with, with all due respect to Jerome Tang and, and TJ Otzelberger, uh, it'd be really hard to convince me somebody other than Rodney Terry deserves the 12th coach of the year at that point. Yeah, that's a good point. That's Jeff Howe. Check out Horns247.com on this National Signing Day, too, for the very latest. Again, the Sark Press Conference has been canceled, but there's so much to talk about as the 23 cycle comes to an official close today, uh, barring a couple little things here and there. Horns247.com. Again, the Longhorn Blitz podcast tomorrow night at 8. And, of course, light the tower right here, 10 to 12 each and every day, normally with Craig and Jeff and Cameron Parker. Jeff, we appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you next hour, and uh, stay warm until then. Yep, talk to you guys in a bit. All right, brother.